Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of March 2nd. I am one of your hosts, and not with me as always would be Filtercord, because he's away. He's at, uh, hanging out, GDC, doing, or not GDC, PAX. Um, GDC is a, a whole other thing that we have so, to talk about this week. A whole other sad story going on. Right, but this week we do, again, have back with us, uh, Goody, how's it going, man? Hey, it's going alright. Glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, uh, usually, uh, I, I lead in with Filtercord, uh, letting me know what he's been up to. So, uh, I, I'll extend the same offer to you. What's been going on? What have you been playing, and uh, what's been happening in your world? Um, another really, it's kind of a slow week. I uh, got to play some more um, Dreams, uh, finish that um, that showcase uh, game that they have, uh, Arch Dream, which is actually pretty, pretty interesting. I don't know if you got a chance to finish it finally. I did get a chance to finish it. It was, um, it was fun. It, it, it feels like, um, you know, like them trying to showcase literally everything. Yeah, it's very, has to offer. very much a showcase of like, uh, here's what you can do in this game. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I, I think, I think they did a, um, I think they did a really good job with it, like showing off different art styles. Um, you know, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> And it also kind of tackles, uh, at the end, you know, after you've sat through the story and you've seen what's going on, it kind of tackles that issue. Um, um, and, no, yeah, I think... Uh, the, arts I think, issue. Yeah, yeah, I think they did a really good job, uh, just kind of like we said, a showcase, um, showing off all the things that you could do in the game. It was very much every level had its own... St- I mean, there's point and click in there, there's... Um, at the end, there's a shoot 'em up that you're pretty much playing... All yeah. wrapped around really interesting music, uh, especially there's like one level where you keep running into this dude who's rapping and singing, and they <laughs> just made music for everything. Yeah, yeah, um, and just keeping in mind that this wasn't made at a computer. This wasn't made sitting at a computer making you know all of the assets like you typically would do with a video game. This was made with the tools that were given to them in. Uh, in dreams, yeah, the same and the same tools that are given to us, the same exact tools um, yeah. that you that everybody can use. Yeah, uh, so it's super cool. It follows Art. It follows his. Um, it follows a character named Art who is uh, in a band, and he kind of has a mental breakdown. He's kind of dealing with that, you know, um, the He's got some, feeling some of like, yeah, not feeling good enough, or you know, like. Like, like he kind of hides a lot of his like insecurities of not feeling good enough and things like that behind. Um, well, I am like the band, mm-hmm. so it's 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 super interesting. Like he's pushing people away, even though he knows he needs he needs those people. Yeah, um, yeah, it just does a, a really good job of um, you know telling that story and doing everything that it. Uh, yeah, know, doing t- everything that that. Um, Tells the story, the music, uh, completely voice acted as well, yeah. um, which is really impressive. Um, and I'm assuming there's a way we you can put your own uh, voices into the game as well. If you have a yeah, monitor. I've never, I, I've never, I haven't tackled that yet. Um, I haven't really jumped in, and as, as well in dreams, tons and tons of oh yeah, there's uh, there's tutorials. far too much yeah. for me to take in in one one week. Definitely. I don't know how I don't know how you review a game like this. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I think we just have to review 
we just have to review the things that we're playing inside of the game rather than the game itself um, until we've created something of our own in the yeah. game. Yeah, I think yeah I'm, I'm, I'm messing around with a little bit of that as well. I, I did some of the tutorials. The tutorials are really mm-hmm. done really well too. They give you, I mean, they give you an example on how to use it and a little video that plays like like it's a YouTube video and you can just pause it and rewind and go back and see what they're they're asking you to do. Yeah, and um, it keeps it in the corner uh, of the screen. You can kind yeah. of move the video that you're watching around yeah. the screen, and if you, you can make it, over it, it wider, gets yeah, 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 it's really cool. It's like I don't know. You're trying to make a video game following a YouTube tutorial or something. In a video game. In in the the thing that you're trying to make. That is some deep Inception style yeah. shit. <laughs> I think they do a really good job. And if you have it, I don't know. You were saying last week that you guys hadn't tried the motion controls. Um, they're mm-hmm. actually done pretty well. I don't know if you got a chance to use them at all. I yeah, I um I did. After we talked about it, I when I did sit down, I changed back to the motion controls. I recommend using the motion controls if you're yeah, yeah. something in dreams. Yeah, they sure. um they're done really well. They're probably the more efficient way of doing it. They do get a little bit of to get used to. You have to wrap your brain around it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really something that you don't you want to do like sitting up. You know, maybe you know, like even leaning forward a little bit just to have that that range of motion that you yeah. can have with your hands. Um, I uh, like I, I was originally messing with this. I was like, I, I kind of want to relax and do this. Um, so like, I would be like, even like like sitting back or like leaning to the side or even like laying down on the couch, like messing with it. It doesn't really work that well. No, um, you you find yourself going, all right, I need to reset this. Let me sit yeah. up. Like my character, like the character that you can inhabit, um, they have that motion control as well. And their whole upper body is like dependent on like where the controller's alignment is. And if you're like laying down the controllers like upside down, your character's going to be like flipped up. <laughs> and they're like running, their head's like dragging behind and slapping the ground as you're running by. Oh, I did not know that. So like yeah, the that's... the the puppet essentially, I think is what they call them that you make is like the upper body's dependent on the motion. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> you could probably do some funny things with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely can. Um, so yeah, I look forward to you know messing around with a few more of these tutorials again. Like I think I said last week, just gonna kind of um, play around a little bit with um, tutorials, play around with what um, other people's well, other people are creating within the game, yeah. and then you know probably continue to talk about it until uh, you know for the rest of time. Uh, yeah, I mean this I, may just be a regular segment. The the. What were you dreaming this week? Yeah. Cool. Um, so we also uh, got some, uh, technically some early codes um, for a, uh, a pretty cool indie game by a company, Paper Cult, um, called Bloodroots. Bloodroots. Uh, yeah, I, I know you played a little bit of it. Basically what Bloodroots is, um, it's like a... An, an isomet like an isometric like killing game you're like it's an action game um in like done in the style of something like um hotline miami hotline miami kind of yeah um i think there was another one that was kind of like that uh yeah there's another game in there that i keep thinking of and then i just can't remember the name i just end up moving on um but uh it of course came out uh came out on i think the 28th um, on 
uh, PC, PS4, and uh, Switch. I know you played um, an Epic Game Store copy. Mm-hmm. Um, they also gave us a Switch copy, so I was messing around on the Switch uh, over um, over the weekend. Unfortunately, uh, I had to work this weekend, so that worked out really well. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have got to play it on like lunch break or whatever. Um, but they give you a ton of weapons to uh, utilize. Everything from ladders, uh, you know, things that you can expect, like uh, swords, um, like axe, uh, I think even like some things you might not expect, like uh, like a flaming ore, a carrot, yeah, um, a barrel that you can like run on and run people over with, wagons, wagon wheels when the <laughs> when the wheels fall off. I believe I grabbed the plunger at one point. Okay, okay, uh, a skewer p- with kebab, uh, like yeah, like um, fish on it or something. Yeah, fish on it, kebab components included. Yeah, pretty much everything that you can grab like is anything you you can like break boxes and then you grab a wooden plank off of it and stuff yeah yeah uh and some things have different um you know like they have different uh functions like a barrel you can jump on it and then it falls on its side and you can run on top of it and run people over or you can pick it up and throw it like uh donkey kong style and um crush people that way Um, yeah I i found that all pretty cool yeah yeah uh, I had, um, uh, you know, spent a decent amount of time with it, had a lot of fun, um, and, uh, then ended up writing, of course, uh, my opinion, my review of it, uh, which you can check out over on mammothgamesinc.com. It's, uh, uh, it should be up there. It includes some cool videos, some cool gifts, um, and, uh, you know, what the game has to offer, uh, in full. So, um... Overall, I, uh, I I enjoyed the game quite a bit. Uh, I mean, what, what you know? What, what about you? What is your uh, like honest opinion and thought of um, you know? Um, I mean, I, I was enjoying the game. I, I really like games that are like very, um, very. I don't want to say uh, drop in, drop out, but it is that you you you're playing, you die, and then you're immediately brought back. Like, uh, and you can just keep playing again. That it really gets out of your way and just lets you play. Even like right. the beginning, there's not much tutorial. The game is pretty simple in that sense. Um, you run around, you attack, or you can one button picks up items, and that's pretty much all you need to know. And you just run with it. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, very much like Hotline Miami in that sense. Um, and I liked. I mean, all the weapons are fun. You you generally do get like some of your favorites. Like if like you run around and you're like oh I I see this sword all the time I'm definitely picking that up throw whatever you have down, um, yeah yeah and it, and you can see even like what they um, like what they intend like hey this is what they intend for you to do um, yeah yeah there's a there's like a like here use this here but you can use whatever you want yeah like um, I, there was a segment where I uh, was given a katana and I had to like dash through this like little spike trap and kill a few enemies and then on the other side there was a few other enemies um i uh ended up throwing down the katana and picking up a pot and you know throwing it at a guy at at, at a distance and then using his body to kill his friend it like it's a whole thing you you really have to experience it yeah um Um, all the weapons are really cool i I like the even the every weapon has its own like traversal traversal mechanic yeah um like you get the oars and it just like 
you can like get high jumps off of it and stuff. Yeah, if you jump rather than just swing the weapon, uh, your character will kind of like vault themselves over stuff yeah. or across gaps. Um, yeah, even like jumping on a wagon, you, you like ride the wagon literally until the wheels fall off, and then <laughs> like if you ride it through fire, then now the wagon's on fire, and whatever it runs into is also going to be on fire. Oh, that was one of my favorite. There was a part where there was just tall grass, um, mm-hmm. and a bunch of dudes were like before the grass, and I grabbed the lantern and I threw it in the grass, and then all just kited them all into the fire, and they all died. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've had some good ones, and the thing that really kept me coming back was, um, you know, that leaderboard. I really liked seeing at the end like how I did, and I, I went back and played um, a couple levels a few times, just trying to get different. Um, you know, to see what I can do better. Like, what, like, how do they grade you better? Is it, you know, do they like you to be faster or do they like you to be more um, efficient, you know, like flexible with uh, the weapons you're using? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, varying, like, different variety of weapons. Or, you know, even is it like destruction and like, um, like order of people? Yeah. It's probably um, a mixture of. How and, fast did you do it? How many times did you die? Yeah, it really is. And in later game, in later levels, I died a lot, <laughs> um, a whole lot. There was a couple. Of, I I died quite a bit. Um, I guess that's one of the, the the small complaints I had with it. Just playing a little bit. The I, I don't know if you had the same issues. At times, the the controls felt a little slippery. There were times, especially those dashing like swords. I just yeah. like dash right off a, a mountainside, killing somebody. Yeah, after a while, it got, um, you know, pretty... Uh, you got used to it? Yeah, it got pretty... It felt pretty precise to me. Okay. Um, yeah, we say again, I didn't... I, I haven't played as much as you have. I only beat, like, the first boss. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely want to sit down and play some more... Uh, have some more time with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing it. I didn't think that I would be, um, like, into it as much as I... As, as much as I like became after playing it so mm-hmm. um but for sure thanks to the guys over at uh um paper cult and uh the people who officially uh gave us the code um from uh pop agenda those guys um you know kind of made the the whole review and basically what i played this week um possible so definitely appreciate that um so aside from that, that's that's pretty much. You said you had a pretty uh, like chill week, but you didn't play too much, right? Yeah, I didn't get my hands on. It's pretty much that in dreams. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of dreams at the beginning of the week. Um, was doing a lot of reviewing, but kind of just settled into playing the same old, same old stuff. Aside from, um, aside from playing Bloodroot and and doing all that, played a little bit of Apex the other night with. Um, with some friends, um, man, I am terrible. Mouse and keyboard. I don't know what it is with that game. I just, no, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hear that's the way to play, though. I know, and learn, I keep trying, and I'm just, I, I feel slow, and like I, I, I don't feel as sure as what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. What, do what, I'm not sure what play. I can do better play what you like yeah I, th- I think maybe i'm gonna mess around with um the controls a bit more um but i think part of the problem is i'm not as fast on 
mouse and keyboard as I am with controller. And part of this game, and I've noticed it's like kind of a huge issue, is um, like I feel like teammates kind of wait for their other teammates, so you, to initiate combat. And then after the fight happens for a few minutes, they'll um, jump in and, you know, do a little bit of damage here and there and uh, end up getting the kill. So, that, like, it, I mean, back in the Halo days, it was uh, kill, like kill ceiling. Mm. Um, it it kind of feels like that. Like, you have a few, um, like, you jump in, like, you've been spotted and you shoot a guy down to like nothing. And then your teammate just like two shots after you're dead. And then he just waits to come and pick you up. And you know, you you can take down pretty much a team of three, except um, getting the final kill. And uh, basically all all goes to the rest of your team. So it's kind of rough. I'm not as fast with mouse and keyboard to be able to, you know, maybe finish an enemy or something like that as I am with a controller, but I'll keep trying, keep practicing with it and see what happens. Um, I do know they have an. Uh, I talked about uh, a, a new, um, what they call it, the system override collection event. Um, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure on what's going on here. I think that they have a new map that's going to be happening. Um, okay, yeah, that's what it is. Um, it, it's uh, the deja vu uh, event where the ring has a predetermined. It closes the same every time. Um, one ring loot, per day yeah. yep and the loot is all in the same place for uh, the whole day um, so it it makes hot zones hot because they know that that's where all the good stuff is this is where all the good stuff is Guaranteed. as well um, there's evo shields which inflict uh, damage to um, uh, you know it, it it has different levels the evo shields have like a glow around them and they're a bit tougher um they have not only, uh, you know, that the, like they're a bit tougher. Uh, they also have an extra level. You know, as of right now, the shield level, uh, the max three. you can get is yellow. Uh, yeah, it's like the legendary. Well, now there's a red level it gives you even an extra bar, um, which is kind of cool. Um, this event for uh, the season four assimilation is starting on the third um so it'll be you know a standard event you'll have new skins and things like that that you'll be able to collect um badges and whatnot um so if you're still you know if you're still enjoying apex get in there and check that stuff out for sure Mm, sounds like fun i'm gonna have to jump back in on with you yeah yeah um like i only played i think like once or twice this week and it was pretty short burst so i I want to get back into it is there a uh, is there a throwing knife in this game? I saw someone playing around with it. I do not think there is. What I think that is is a, um, I think it's a, what do they call it? An well, heirloom, look, an heirloom the, weapon. Okay. Um, yeah, so so was, I have the kunai heirloom weapon for um, wraith, and it doesn't do anything. It just changes instead of punching when you don't have weapons. Mm. She has a kunai and she tries to stab. Doesn't do any more damage or anything. It's just a cosmetic. Okay. Yeah, because I was looking at the end of the trailer, had like some kind of stinger at the end with a. I don't know if they're teasing a new hero or if that was a new weapon. Yeah, I think. Let me see. Let me see that hand. Oh, boy. 
that looks it kind of I, I can't tell that skin that kind of looks like um, Revenant the new character but it also kind of looks like Watson but I don't know why she would have that hmm. it could it could even be Bangalore um, I don't know of a lot of the heirloom weapons I know Wraith has the kunai because I ended up getting it um, pretty early I know um, Pathfinder has boxing gloves <laughs> which is fun <laughs> Um, and, but I don't know of any others, so uh, yeah, maybe, maybe something that I need to look up and see. Um, but yeah, like I said, haven't played too much of that. Continuing to play session now. Um, they of course have a, a whole new um, skate park. Um, Creature Studios, the creators, um, had some fun underneath the um, the uh, Brooklyn Banks, and it was like that bridge that goes over, and they built like their own custom little skate park underneath you know not there mm-hmm. in real life of course but um just some fun to be had there's some cool easter eggs in there um you know uh even like some nods to things like ninja turtles and th- and stuff like that um but it's a cool little cool. park played that a bit um still messing with uh the different like play styles so um they just introduced a uh, a mode that's like um, for the players who are really into who are really into the skate video games. Um, so there's a there's a control scheme that's um, reminiscent of that. If you're not into the session simulation style controls, that's cool. Yeah, um, and then the last thing that I played um, that I spent a, a little bit of time playing was an Apple Arcade game uh, called Overland. Um, Overland is, it's kind of an interesting game. It's like a a cross-country road trip in kind of like a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, You're going across America. Um, There's plenty of ways to go. Uh, You can get a vehicle, which vehicles require gas, so you're going to have to, at each stop, you know, be picking up the, um, be picking up different, uh, like, gas cans, siphoning gas, uh, uh, but as well, there's other things. There's um, things out there that are trying to hurt you. You can also pick up, um, like, teammates, people that, you know, you can also control. Um, I've seen uh, them, of course, pick up different hitchhikers, but also um, dogs. You can have, like, a dog companion that oh, travels little, with you. Little puppers. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not sure how the uh, dog controls as compared to the... Uh, like human, I had two humans with me, and I had to keep finding weapons to try to, um, you know, battle my way around. There's different vehicles as well. Um, like you can pick up a truck, which has a shorter uh, or has um, less, of course, cabin space, so you can only take two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has more storage space in the bed, and as well, I think I found a um, uh, like a floodlight for the top of it. Um, and yeah, it's like a, like the game itself is like a, a turn-based, um, turn-based game where you take your turns, do what you need to do, and then all the enemies get to move. And there can be a lot of enemies, which I don't know what they are. They kind of look like animals with like crystals sticking out of their head. Some um, kind of like alien creature. Yeah, it looks like some sort of like alien uh, wasteland. Um, but you can get different things to like outfit yourself a bit better. I've seen, um, you know, like lead pipes, uh, an axe, but mostly 
I've seen uh, sticks. And that doesn't work well. <laughs> so, uh, you know, pretty interesting little game. I think I'm going to continue playing it. And I know I keep saying, like, hey, I'm going to start to do reviews for Apple Arcade stuff. Um, I, I, I just haven't got around to it yet. I, I've been playing a few of them, but, um, like, I, I, it hasn't, none of them have really, like, taken me. Uh, or anything like that. You know, they've, like, I've played them and I've enjoyed them a little bit, but. Uh, I haven't really been like um, blown away by nothing's really grabbed you. Yeah, I mean this one looks so, pretty cool. I'm liking the art style. Yeah, the art style is cool. It gives you, you like you pull into the level and it's basically just a chunk of land. It's like cut off on all the sides, so that would be maybe considered to be like the fog of war, except you can't lift the fog. Um, enter, you just enter and exit. Um, this character that we're watching on the live playthrough, he has a few things that I didn't have, which is cool. He had like a um, like a makeshift shield that he was shoving enemies away with. Mm. Uh, so, pretty interesting. It's not even a one-hit kill, which is nice. You can get hit like a couple times. Um, and it seems so you have, like you have light bars. Are, yeah, yeah. Okay. You get hit twice. Once you get hit the first time, your character is kind of like hobbling. They can they have a, uh, a smaller range of movement. Um, it seems like they're ignoring the dog, which is kind of cool. Maybe. These dogs have weapons in their mouths, and I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. Here, hold my lead pipe real quick, Spot, <laughs> while, uh, while I fill up the car so we can continue along. Good stuff. I'm all about it. Definitely. I'm um, pretty sure he's wearing a hat, too. He is wearing a hat. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> my dog does not wear a hat. He... It gets a little upset when you try to put a hat on him. <laughs> That's fine though. He he adds he adds flavor to the show here every now and again, so um, I'll forgive him. Um, so the other thing, of course, um, would be uh, we had our monthly games announced. Uh, just gonna stick to a PlayStation Plus and then Games with Gold for March twenty twenty. Uh, we'll start with PlayStation Plus. Um, so. Uh, I don't know. I, I've had some, there's been some mixed feelings about this, um, you know, on what you know what people think of this month. But this month they are giving us. Uh, I think that was a what was that the re was there no it was a full remake. It was a full yeah, remake yeah. of Shadow of the Shadow Colossus, of the Colossus for PS4. Um, I thought that was awesome. I I, di I didn't buy that game at launch. A few of my friends did, and they were like super super into it. Um, yeah, I heard all so, good things about the game. So, so when it came out here, they're like, "Oh man, I, I don't, I already have that." So, um, I'm like, "Yeah, your opinion doesn't count." Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's know, kind, of, it, it's kind of the risk you run. Yeah, it's gonna uh, happen. Definitely. Um, so, Shadow of the Colossus for PS4, and then as well, Sonic Forces for PS4. Um, I did not jump in and play this game ever. Um, it, I, it was. It, it's been kind a while since I played a Sonic game. Yeah, and this one is um, that... I think it is kind of like that standard um, 3D, like, modern Sonic game that we've seen where it's um, not always just a 2D. Uh, sometimes the camera's uh, in that 2D position where it's, like, side, but other times it's behind the character it's when behind, he's running yeah. full speed. And you're, you're kind of on rails trying to collect things as you're going. Um and this is also the one where you get to create your own oh, Sonic hero. Oh, this is the hilarious one where you get to create your own hero. Yeah. 
I've seen some things. You have seen some things. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, so it's pretty cool that, you know, this one is, uh, you know, that they were like, hey, yeah, we'll go ahead and give that one out for free. At least, yeah. you know, even if you don't like it, um, get in there and create your own Sonic Hero and uh, check it out. It's, you know, jump it's on social free. media. Share your. Share. <laughs> Share your your furry obsession. Yes, your cringe-worthy Sonic character that you've always wanted to create. Um, So that'll be coming out uh, March 3rd. Uh, You'll be able to pick up Shadow of the Colossus for PS4 as well as Sonic Forces. Um, But right now, if you still have... uh, You know, if you're watching this live, you can go ahead and still pick up... um, Man, February had a really good lineup. It was a really good month. Yeah, Bioshock Collection, which is uh, Bioshock 1 and 2 as well as Infinite. Um, And then The Sims 4. Uh, And if you also have VR, you can get the PSVR shooter Firewall Zero Hour. Even if you don't have it, you can still get it? Yeah. If you ever Um, decide? Yeah, it's hard telling what the PlayStation 5 will come out with, if these things will be backwards compatible. And... uh, if they have a bundle that has the PSVR and you end up picking it up, you immediately have a game. Yeah. So that's cool. Cool. Um, so we'll move right along to the games with gold. Um, I, I, I don't know. Th- this month is very much f- going from PlayStation to Xbox. A uh, Sonic month. You're getting Sonic. There seems uh, to be some kind of fronts. theme going on. Definitely. Um, like, they want some kind of marketing push. I don't know what's going on this this month <laughs> they're like Sonic is doing well in theaters let's just go ahead <laughs> everybody's is, really high on that Sonic movie yeah <laughs> uh, uh, th- there was apparently this interview actually for the Sonic uh, movie with Jim Carrey where they where this woman just completely had no idea and she was like so what was it like to play Sonic and he's like I played Dr. <laughs> Robotnik and she's like did you wear a suit on set and she just kept going with it and, and I, I was really hoping that he would have done like oh man I wanted I was, to see that version of the movie now <laughs> yeah Jim Carrey As Sonic? Jim Carrey full beard in this blue thing where he's Sonic and he's I like want, I'm, I'm going fast a la fast. Uh, his uh, what is it the Grinch I want, uh, but I want yeah. it to be terrible. I want it to look like Cat in the Hat instead. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but uh, starting at the top for Xbox One, uh, you'll be able to, on uh, March 1st, available until the 31st, be able to pick up Batman, uh, The Enemy Within. Um, this one is uh, the game. It's the episodic point-and-click graphic adventure. The Telltale series Tell-tale. game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, this is essentially so their one... season two. Um, so I believe you'll you'll get the entire season, correct? All five. Yeah, episodes? yeah. Yep. This is the the enemy within the complete season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, typically fifteen bucks. Uh, grabbing that one for free, available right. all month long. It's a good value, especially. I mean, I only played the first season. Um, I'd love to jump into the second one because the first one was really the the story they were telling was really good and ended off on a cliffhanger. So. If you haven't gotten a chance to get around a player, here you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, second one up, uh, available from uh, March 16th until April 15th, so it's kind of like their half-month game, um, yeah. is uh, Shantae, Half Shantae. Genie Hero. Half Genie Hero. Uh, brought to you by WayForward. Um, yeah, these are these are all really good games. I haven't played this one specifically, but 
Um, if you like 2D platformers, um, a la like a, a Mega Man or a classic uh, Super Nintendo style 2D platformer, these are these are always really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, not something that I ever jumped into, but yeah, it is very. It has a really interesting style. I don't know why it almost reminds me. Some of the enemies you see almost reminds me of like The Simpsons. Uh, but, kind of the way the art sounds like. Yeah, I, mean, I, think it's the, yeah. I think it's really the the um, the way that like everything's kind of shaded. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it is kind of um, you know set in that uh, like action adventure platformer uh, Mega Man style thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. That was typically twenty bucks, so that's a pretty good deal. As well, the backwards compatible. Um, from March 1st to the 15th, uh, you'll be able to get on Xbox One and 360, Castlevania Lords of Shadows 2. Typically, uh, 40 bucks. Um, I think we've talked about this one a few times in the past. Uh, so, you know, some of the Castlevania games, uh, some of the newer Castlevania games. Um, I think we talked about this when they were uh, talking about that backwards capability. Now it's just free. So that's awesome. Hmm. Um, and then, last but not least, uh, continuing that Sonic theme, Sonic Generations available. Sonic from, is back, uh, March sixteenth to the thirty first. Uh, typically twenty bucks. This is the one that kind of merged that two D and three D world. They tried something different, but they're like, we also know what our fans like. Yeah, I think they this is really the one that like started the like the whole two D three D thing going on. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I remember this one being. Um, I actually remember being kind of excited for this one. And it's been free a few other places before. Um, so it's definitely good that, uh, you know, they're giving it out as well over here, uh, you know, for Xbox. Because this one's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. It might be, you know, as far as the newer Sonic games, um, it might be up there for, like, you know, my top, like, one or two newer titles. Um, they also came out with that. Uh, there was another recent Sonic game that came out. Um it was like Sonic Mania, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Sonic Mania was probably the last one I played. Um, I haven't played a Sonic game since that, but it, Sonic Mania is the pretty much like a classic Sonic game. Yeah, made I think originally by fans. Yeah, Sonic Mania was really really good. This one, if Sonic Mania wasn't a thing, this would probably be my like newer, you know, um, Sonic game that was probably what I would consider the best. Yeah, I think this is the one that tried to bring back. Yeah, there he is. Uh, good old Fat Sonic. Yeah. Original Genesis Sonic. He doesn't have those long legs. He has he has these stubby little things. It's, yeah, and there's a pop, there's a pop belly stuff. there. He's got a little bit of a beer belly. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic's a drinker, is what most people don't know. Um, but, uh, you Chili know, dogs that, and beer. Chili Sonic's a chili dog man. Yeah, he spends he spends a lot of time at Magic Kingdom eating at Casey's. <laughs> oh man, uh, I mean they, they do have a pretty good chili dog. I, I like Casey's chili dog. No, no, they have good hot dogs. They have they have uh, they have some good stuff. They do some crazy monthly ones that are just like uh, here we threw uh, Cheetos on top of this and <laughs> <laughs> we should go do that. Soon. I think that actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, before we jump into the games that are releasing, um, as always, guys, um, you can head over to facebook.com 
backslash Mammoth Games Inc. You can watch this podcast if you're listening to this uh, podcast live, or not live, listening to it um, on podcast services around the world. You can watch the show live, recorded on Sundays. Um, usually myself, filter Record. Um, Goody has been joining us quite a bit, um, and, you know, any of our other friends that happen to come on the show. Um, you can uh, watch it there, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. as well. Talk about all the stuff that we talk about on the show. Over there first. Uh, usually we're uh, there daily just kind of um, sharing our general thoughts and uh, chatting with, uh, you know, the people who listen to the show. As well, mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Uh, last but not least, we, of course, have our website, which is uh, kind of, you know, picking up a little bit. People are actually... Uh, um, coming over and hanging out and checking out our uh you know some of our written pieces grim uh who is uh possibly still in the chat here uh on the live stream has been writing quite a bit of uh articles uh on some of these games that he's been picking up um even filter cord uh was chron- uh, like doing his chronicle of uh his trip to boston for pax east 2020 um so, yeah, all the likes, comments, shares, follows, retweets, and all those other silly things that you guys do are appreciated. Um, so we'll jump in to the games releasing. Uh, these games, of course, releasing uh, between March 2nd and March 8th. First one is Tuesday, March 3rd. Um, this is one that uh, you're, you probably have the most knowledge about. Uh, yeah, uh, Grand Blue Fan- bleh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Try to say that uh, comes yeah. out for PS4 March third um, by Arc System Works. Uh, we talked about it a little last week because I got an early, an early copy of the uh, the uh, the Singapore version of the game. Um, but yeah. it, it's a fighting game uh, brought to you by Arc System Works, uh, famous for um, uh for the Dragon Ball Fighters game that uh just recently came out they make a bunch of like amazing 2D uh classic 2D fighting games um such as Guilty Gear and things like that so if you are interested in those kinds of games at all um there's a very uh kind of a uh change of pace for them it's a slower paced street fighter style um way uh fighting game so if you're yeah. interested at all, I'd say come pick it up. I love it. Yeah, it, um, that's what I really like about it, that it's not one of these, like, fast-paced, like, super button-mashy games yeah. that, you know, you typically you typically see and think of when you think of a fighting game. Um, it seems a little more deliberate, and, I mean, I, I, I think that's cool. And the art style is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah they always Big do fan. an amazing job with all their... I don't, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, no, art, it's... The art gets better and better. Yeah, it, it really looks like they're doing it fr- like they're doing it old style. It looks like they're doing it like they're obviously not doing like uh, like pencil and paper, but it seems like they're doing that, but in like a modern way. You know, they're mm-hmm. drawing their character and like, cool. Here's the keyframes. Let's do the breakdown shots and let's do yeah. the in betweens and things like that. Um, really, really well done. So <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I recommend uh, it. Definitely. Um, as well, uh, on the third, um, you know, we didn't want to give it a full release, you know, talk about the whole thing. Um, but the Division Two is getting its uh, expansion, Warlords of New York. Um, I don't know. I, I 
it, it's one of these games that all my friends are not big fans of, but I I I think it's fun. Um, it's, so it's tough because I, I want to play it with other people. I want to play. It's better with other people, but there's like there's nobody else that's like everyone that I play with is like yeah it's all right. I mean that's that's how I feel about Destiny. Yeah, nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know this. Um, the Warlords of uh, New York. They have some trailers out there. Um, the one that we're watching now was IGN's um, 17 minutes of gameplay mm-hmm. from the expansion, um, introducing you know just uh, a, a, like a whole ton uh, of new things. This is their like big expansion, um, and probably part of the reason that uh, the game was dropped to three dollars because they want people to buy their you know like um, yeah jump on board. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, still, I, I still think that these guys are doing some, um, you know, doing some good things. Their, you know, their shooting mechanic is is still really good, and I'm a big fan of like customize the way that you can customize your character in the game. I just think that it's a little, the game's a little um, like messy, and it's like in the way that it, uh, I, I just think it has too much going on, basically. Um, that's the only um, like huge yeah. negative that I would say yeah. about it. I mean, but, I never really had anything bad to say about the game. Um, it just didn't sure. grab me, and I feel like I, I played Destiny a lot, so it, it was kind of similar to something I already have. <clears throat> you kind of, I kind of only have like one slot for a game like this in my life. Definitely, yeah. <clears throat> um, I can but see that. this big expansion. I mean, I heard that they're changing a lot of things, so hopefully, any issues mm-hmm. that um, maybe I'll have to go back and check it out. Any issues that. Uh, that people had they might be adjusting yeah yeah and i mean that is a good thing i mean they are i, I think they are kind of like listening taking things in, into consideration and uh um improving their game yeah for their, um, for their community yeah yeah i mean their their last game had some issues uh it, you know i don't think this one's had issues but it's just um you know kind of suffering from the issues of the previous game uh, you know, people going, eh, you know, it's kind of already burnt by that series once. No need to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do urge those people that you know might have been burned by the first one, um, give it a go right now. Uh, I still think it might be like three dollars on the PlayStation Network. Uh, so yeah. that's pretty good price. And do you know? They even still own it. Yeah. So you, you don't get the expansion. I, I guess you don't get all the the expansion with this new stuff. But I'm sure any balance changes that they're doing to the game um, will affect everybody. Probably. I don't. Yeah. You know, I honestly got a turn. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you know all the balance changes that are coming um, are coming across the board. And then yeah. it's just going to you know if you don't have the expansion, um, it's going to just kind of like lock you out of that area. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. be like, hey, there's obviously something here, but that's not yeah. for you. But for um, three bucks, try it out. See if you like any of the changes that they made. And if you feel you like it, jump on the expansion. Yeah. Um, let me see real quick. See how much that is. Uh, yeah, $30 expansion. You can also get, I think there's like a season pass. Um, As you do. Yeah, that, that you can pick up. So if that's, if that's your game. And, you know, if it is, um, if the season, if season pass is, you know, Oh, that's the year one pass. Mm. Okay, yeah. So the year one pass comes with everything that came out um, originally. All, all so this will be stuff. this is technically part of the what would year be two. the year two pass. Yeah. Okay. Um, which they haven't 
they haven't set up yet. So I imagine that'll be coming maybe after uh, all of the expansions are out. Hey, get everything for um, yeah. Maybe it's a thing you know, they're regularly do at the yeah. end. Um, and then, of course, the last game that we have um, coming out Friday, March 6th, it is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, a rescue team DX for the Switch uh, from Spike Chunsoff. This one was interesting. I think we both had to do a little bit of like investigation yeah, on this one. <laughs> I've never played the game. I mean, I knew it was a, it was a, I don't want to say, I guess it is a remake of the um, old Game Boy Advance games, Mystery Dungeon, what was it, Red Team and Blue Team? Yeah, Rescue or uh, Rescue Red Team or uh, Team Rescue Red and Red Team Yeah, I think this is just going to be a, a combination of the two games into like some kind of remake and stuff. Um, it looks like they've redone a lot of like a lot of things for it. Like the art, obviously, uh, it, it is I, I don't want to say it's built from the ground up, but artistically, this looks different. I do know that they've made some gameplay changes as well, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, you always like... Uh, I, I always like to see that. Um, originally, the um, the Blue Rescue Team and Red Rescue Team Pokemon Mystery Dungeon came out, I think it was on the Game Boy Advance? Um, yeah, in 2005. It was GBA. Yeah. Um, so, some of the... Uh, new features include uh, mega evolutions, auto save, and even auto mode. So it's just like auto battle. So you can mm -hmm. kind of like grind out things that you need to, you know, like look for or whatever. They just um, run around, grind themselves. But yeah, I believe you play as like a human turned Pokemon. You get to pick one of like sixteen different Pokemon that you can be. You can be a Cubone. Mm -hmm. That's important. All right, I think that's here's important. my money. Exactly. Um, and uh, you'll be taking on uh, different jobs that can be found um, on like bulletin boards, requests by mail, or even through story events that include like rescuing Pokemon, delivering items, escorting clients, and things like that. Yeah. Um, when you complete the job, uh, you end up um, uh, getting, of course, a reward, but then rescue points, which increases your uh, team's rank. So, uh, you know, kind of a cool, uh, you know, thing that's different than the Pokemon thing that you have them playing. Yeah, I remember this is, um, this is like one of the first, like, spin-off, like, Pokemon games I can remember when it first, when it originally came out, <clears throat> um, which I wasn't too into playing, uh, when it originally came out. I know a lot of people had, originally had issues with it, but I think since then it's gotten quite a bit of love, and it is a, a sleeper hit. People, people like the Mystery Dungeon game, so... I think this will do pretty well. They do, and I still look at it and I'm like, "Why? Why are people so into this?" I, I'm, I, and I'm still a little confused, but it might just be uh, ignorance. Like I just haven't played it. Yeah. Um. So you know, it it definitely looks charming, and the the art style it looks like like a Winnie the Pooh world. I think yeah, is what we said. It's a very earlier. like storybook like drawn. Yeah, yeah. It looks art like style a, to it. It's got. It, the, po the classic Pokemon charm. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, that one, uh, the um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX coming out uh, on March 6th. Um, and that does pretty much wrap up all of the, you know, new games releasing here. Um, if there so is light something week. That, Yeah, White Week. Um, you know, it, it happens, I think, um, next week we'll have one or two things that are pretty good. Um, the week after we'll have a 
uh, a pretty big game. And then from there, it'll kind of start the, um, you know, we'll be moving, uh, you know, the end of March, uh, well, mid to end of March into April, we'll start to see some pretty big games coming out. So, um, you know, a few light weeks ahead, but, um, you know, we have some other cool stuff to talk about here anyway. So just kind of makes way for, um, you know, for that stuff. Uh, so we don't have too, too much, uh, you know, we don't have any like betas or anything like that. I think that, uh, Neo, uh, across this past weekend was doing its last chance, uh, demo that you can check out. I think there was a surgeon simulator two demo that you can, um, that you can check out as well over, um, over on our Facebook. Let's see if I can find that really quick. Cause I talked about it a little while ago. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the Neo demo I, I want to get in on um, yeah. before it goes away. Um, yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about that game. Uh, I like the first, game. the first one a lot. Yeah. Um, um, it looks like, yeah, the uh, there was a sign-up for the um, Surgeon Simulator 2 playtest, which was um, Saturday and then today, Sunday. Um, that was happening from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, that game, Surgeon Simulator, is, like, ridiculous, and you can... It's adding multiplayer. Uh, um, all right. So that's more ridiculous. Like, have you ever checked one of those out? Like the Search and Sims games? I I've seen glimpses of it and never checked it out myself. It's um, like they are yeah, hilarious. Yeah, 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 use this hammer to break their ribs, and then you're just like <laughs> slamming in their chest with a hammer. And there's like a water bottle, and you're like wiping your forehead and throwing the sweat rag. And it's like reminds me of South Park. Uh, we've and, replaced your heart with a baked potato. <laughs> and now I get to do that with a friend? And now you get to do that with a friend. So that's <laughs> that's pretty good. Wait, so are both of you uh, surgeons, or is one person the patient, the other person's a surgeon? I think one's... I think you're both surgeons, but you could you could definitely play that off as uh, doctor <laughs> and nurse, which could be really funny. Um, I can't wait to see the videos that come, even just from this uh, Surgeon Simulator Two playtest. I would, I would like a version where you, where you're the, you're the patient. You have to like fight off your doctor who's trying to break your ribs with a hammer. <laughs> you're picking up shit. You're picking up like a scalpel, trying to like stab him in the neck. Oh man, that's a game right there. See? I don't know why. Yeah, dreams. Um, Let's get it. Uh, yeah, we can do this in dreams, so it's not a big deal. Um, but Epic Game Store right now does have a game called Inner Space. It's kind of a very like smooth um, exploration game. It's about like player driven moments. Um, you'll of course be you, you kind of play this uh, almost like a like a manned spacecraft that. Had, like it can fly through the sky, but it can also go into the ocean. And just kind of exploring, hmm. looking around, pretty serene right now. Uh, usually twenty bucks on Epic Game Store. It is free, um, hmm. so you can go pick that one up. Um, and then coming up March fifth, we'll have another. Uh, we'll have another free game um, called Goner. Um, so we'll get into that. Um, you know, March fifth next week probably. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the news. Um, got a few things on the plate uh, on the plate here. One of the big things, one of the big announcements this week um, was the cancel was the cancellation of tons of studios um, from GDC 2020 um, due to coronavirus. Coronavirus has been a thing that we've been talking about a lot the past like week or two. It's been the arch nemesis of the podcast. 
Yeah, it's been the arch nemesis of the video the game industry. <laughs> um, so PAX had a bunch of people who said, no, nah, we're not going to go ahead and um, participate um, due to the coronavirus. And mostly it was people that would be flying in from Japan. GDC altogether uh, announced that they were just going to cancel their show. Um, their conference was set for March. They said, no, thank you. Um, basically, the big companies that had canceled, we knew um, Sony was out. We knew Unreal was out. Activision, Facebook, um, Kony, uh, Kojima Productions, um, uh, and Facebook with Oculus, of course. Um, EA. I feel like the straw that broke the camel's back was Amazon, Blizzard, and Activision. Um, with that cancellation, uh, it I was already looking at a floor, like a map of the floor, showing what was still there and what was, um, you know, what was already gone. Oh, and the man. floor map was looking pretty rough. Just a ghost um, town. Yeah, uh, literally the entire. If you're looking at the map top down from the front of the um, conference center, um, the entire left side was gone. Uh, and that was before Blizzard canceled. <laughs> so um, they're like, we're going to go ahead and postpone it. Um, it'll be, uh, I think they said late summer. Uh, no dates yet. Fully refunded the people who had already purchased tickets. Um, I don't know how that helps people who already purchased plane tickets. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty rough. Um, but they gave us as much time as they realistically could yeah um but um you know i i I look forward to hopefully gdc um later this summer uh reopening their um you know reopening their doors and uh this whole corona thing just kind of finally getting out of the way yeah hopefully hopefully we see that completely blown over by um you know before uh like e3 because yeah. um, E3, that was one of the big things that we were talking about um, last year. People were saying it didn't feel like a ghost town, but it was a much smaller show than previous years. Yeah. And uh, I think that would be um, Sony missing from the mix. Um, yeah, what is that, in four months? So yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure everything will be calmed down by then. But Yeah, hopefully everything's know. calmed down, and hopefully we'll have a few people at the show. Um, we'll be able to do maybe a show um, from out there. Uh, yeah. we, we have a we have another friend that's on the show quite often, um, makes games out there, and uh, he's pretty much within uh, like a pretty short ride to the theater. Maybe and we may have uh, may be able to do even a live show um, with him, where we're all in the same room for the first time in ever. That's I don't think in the history of MGI. Uh, that um, Filter Cord and myself and any of our other guests have ever been in the same room together. It will be a historic day. It would be historic. Um, so, you know, if that's something that you were uh, planning on doing, if you planned on GDC, uh, just keep your eyes peeled. We'll be, of course, updating um, and keep your eyes peeled on their website, uh, GDC. And for all their updates. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, uh, with that, let's get to uh, a show that happened over the weekend, uh, PAX. We, of course, had um, we had Filtercord. He was on the floor there um, for Thursday, uh, checking out uh, everything and seeing what he could see and what he could do. 
Um, there's a few things, of course, that he wanted to get into that he couldn't get into. But um, what he ended up seeing was um, some friends and uh, some things that he had, uh, you know, checked out uh, previously and, uh, you know, got to spend some more time with it. Um, so you can check out his full review of everything he did, and he'll have more to say next week when he's uh, live on the show. But you can check all that out uh, right now over on mammothgames.com. Um, got to check out Iron Harvest. Um, he got to uh, talk, or he got to talk with um, some of our friends from some of our other, um, you know, that that we, uh, you know, that we had. Uh, I, I think we had him on the show. Um, our friend Ronaldo. Um, he got to chat with him um, and about some of their games. He also got to do a demo of that shark, uh, that game where you play the shark and you're eating humans called uh, Man Eater by Tripwire. Man Eater. Yep. And uh, a few other things. So we'll talk about that a little more next week. So we'll jump into the like meat and potatoes of PAX. Um, two huge announcements, actually. Um, the first of which was the Borderlands 3... Um, New expansion. Second add-on. Yeah, yeah. Um, first add-on was uh, like a casino. It was um, the hunt for Jack, uh, Handsome Jack's uh, loot. Uh, and it was like a whole casino thing. Um, the second one is called uh, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't know where this is taking you. But what we do know is that... Uh, there is a wedding that's happening. Um, it is uh, Wainwright Jacobs marrying uh, Sir Hammerlock. Um, if you play Borderlands 3, you know those who are an item. Yeah. And uh, It seems like the story is going to center around them. This, this new expansion is going to fully center around them. And they showed, they've shown some cool things, some new environments, some new enemies... But I think possibly the most exciting thing that I saw that just had me stoked was Gage. They showed off Gage from uh, she was a, uh, a an added an added on playable character for Borderlands Two. Um, she was known as the Mechromancer. She had she like summons this uh, like hovering robot. Um, super sick. They showed uh, you know they showed her and. Um, so should we be playable or just in the game? Good question. They did not mm. specify. They did show her with a gun, shooting people. So, you know, she's definitely getting her hands dirty, but whether we're going to be the char- the person that gets to uh, control that is, um, you know, of course, to be seen. But it does have a Cthulhu vibe, which is kind of cool. Yeah, um, I imagine that's where the tentacles come into play. Exactly. Which will remain a theme, uh, with, uh, <laughs> for for GDC, for uh, well, packs. I mean for yeah. packs. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not too sure. Um, on this, they did also, uh, you know, I'm not too sure. I don't think they announced um a release date. Let me check. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, I think March 26. Oh, okay, cool. The Guns, Love, and Tentacles, The Marriage of Winwright and Hammerlock DLC comes to Borderlands 3 on March 26th. Oh, cool, cool. So it is. They just didn't update the end of their official reveal trailer. Um, And then, as well, they announced Borderlands 3 
finally making its way to PC on March 13th. Finally. Better late than never. Yeah. Um, so definitely there were some people there that were, uh, like, waiting for that. You know, uh, like, <clears throat> I, yeah, I know I'm sure. specifically one of, you know, uh, one of my friends, he, he's like, I, I really want to play this, but... You know, I don't have a video game console right now, and I've been playing everything on PC, so... But if it, you know, not out yeah, for it, Steam... What did it, it came out, it came out what, Epic Store? came out on Epic Store, yeah. Okay. And it, it, to me, that's not a big deal. I would have bought it on Epic Store. But for yeah, him, yeah. he's like, you know, there's so much... Like, if I'm going to spend money, like, full price on a video game, I want to be able to play it... Um, you know, with um, the achievements, I want to be able to play it with the community that yeah. has invested so much time in. And I mean, and I, I get it. Also, people they they want to have one place they go to for uh, a number of things. You don't want to have to jump around to what is it, Epic and uh, the Origin and Origin. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so many of them these days, and it doesn't super bother me uh, just because I'm not like this isn't the place that I play every video game. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it didn't bother I get it. They, they do what they got to do. Maybe as uh, console gamers, we're used to, like, eh, sometimes things are on Xbox, sometimes they're on uh, sometimes they're on PlayStation. Right, right. And it goes back to um, it's something that Filter and I, we talk, you know, we talk about quite often. Um, you know, you kind of can't be picky going forward anymore. Mm. You know, it like, games are coming out where they can, and... It's because that company is supplying them with the funds to continue to make it possible. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you really can't be too picky uh, on, like, oh, it's coming out on PlayStation? Well, uh, I, you know, I, I guess uh, you know, I won't worry about that because I want to play it on PC. It's, Had they always said it was coming to Steam? Yeah, they said eventually. it was coming to Steam eventually. And I think it's... Mm. Has it been a year? It, it, uh, I think about... I think about a year now, hmm. yeah, and I still really like this game. Yeah, it's still fantastic. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, uh, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I don't know if you felt the same way. Like it wasn't groundbreaking in any way. It was it, it was iterative, but it was like no. more Borderlands. It was exactly what I wanted. Yeah, it, it filled that, and I still get that urge every once in a while. I want to go back and play this. Um, like, and I'll jump in and I'll play as uh, you know, like Moe's, and I'll like run around and do a bunch of stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it could be. Um, it, it could be a. Uh, this new uh, expansion could be a uh, incentive. Go back and um, finish the game if you haven't finished it, or finish it with the character you want to play as. Uh, and uh, you know, so you can jump in and uh, experience the expansion because it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm definitely guilty. I, I have the season pass. I haven't done the uh, first expansion. So uh, I, I think that's probably going to be a goal. Are they. Mine. Can you only get it with the season pass, or is it, are they. You can buy them standalone as well? I think you can buy them separate. Um, I, I know for me, I just got the season pass. Like when the game came out, I'm like, I know I'm going to want everything that comes with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I think you can uh, like uh, like part them out uh, if if you want. Like, hey, I just specifically want this one. Nux agrees. There is Nux approved. He, he's all about it. He's a Borderlands fan. I think it might be because of Flack. Flack has pets, and Nux um, respects that. 
He likes them. Maybe he wants pets. A dog that wants a wants a pet. Yeah, yeah. That, would that be like a teacup? Like get him, get him a cat or something. A, he wants a chihuahua. <laughs> well, I know he wouldn't do well with a cat. Gerbil? Um, I don't know. Something small. Something small. We're gonna get you a hamster, buddy. Let's go with the theme. Get him a hedgehog. Yeah, hedgehog. Yeah. He looked up for that, so he's like, <laughs> maybe that's the one. He's like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, so, um, continuing on with the PAX East stuff, um, Larian Studios was there in full force, uh, showing off Baldur's Gate 3. There was a big push for this. Yeah, that was big. This was, like, Filtercord and I had been talking about this leading up to it. We saw that first trailer, um, and that first trailer struck at a good time. Um, we were just... Uh, jumping into a D&D 5th edition campaign um, where specifically my character um, was completely controlled by uh, uh, which is uncharacteristic of uh, a mind flare but he's controlled by them Um, and like my character had like a reason that he was there and once he had outlived his usefulness you know they were just gonna like off you yeah, basically killing. Um, but, it, you know, in that original trailer, we saw, you know, a, compl- a city completely devastated and a knight walking around a corner, basically using his sword as a crutch. And he just started throwing up and turning into a mind flare. Um, in this trailer, we see a bit more of that. Uh, you're on some sort of, like, alien, you're in some sort of alien, like, illithid controlled uh, setting you see these people they're bound to a wall and one of the don't mind Siri here all right Siri she hurt she hurt her name somewhere she doesn't know how to help with uh, with uh, mind flares she doesn't trust mind flares no um no, no. but she uh, but like the you see this character she's kind of bound up against the wall and uh one of the illithid he, opens this big pool in the middle, pulls out what they would call a tadpole, walks up to the girl and puts it on her face, and it burrows into her eye. She blacks out, but then she wakes back up. Um, The illithid kind of hovers out of the room, because he's uh, magic, I guess. And, um, and I I mean, they're a hive mind, so they're like a big collective, and they, they have... You know, they can do things that standard, like, people can't. Um, So hovering, I guess, would be one of them. Um, He walks into this other room. He sees, uh, looks down, sees um, another illithid just laying there uh, motionless. And then he opens up basically the windows, and you realize you're on a spaceship. And it shows a city, and the spaceship has, like, tentacles going out from the front of it. Um, You see the city... This dude in a bell tower sees the ship coming in from the fog, freaks out. One of the tentacles wraps around the bell tower, and the illithid crushes it. You see his hand, he like squeezes his hand, and the tentacle crushes the bell tower. And then it just shows the city streets just like vaporizing people, Thanos style. Um, as people are popping into the ship, and you can presume that he's going to be using those people. Uh, their life force to like either um, transfer the 
motionless illithid uh, or mind flares into those live people uh, or something of the sort. And right. that's when a wormhole opens and dragons come out. People manning dragons. And uh, this is straight up a D&D world. You know, it's ripping out tentacles. These guys are obviously um, trying to stop the uh, mind flayers from whatever their uh, world domination is that they're trying to do. Um, and uh, basically uh, a big scene of these three dragons trying to rip apart this illithid ship. Um you know goes down and there's teleportation and wormholes happening um you see some pretty some pretty cool stuff it just kind of shows what like the illithid can do um and you know dragons in full pursuit but ultimately they get away um i think they get away uh, uh yeah i think that's how the trailer ends with uh the yeah, kind of teleportation thing he does yeah the dragons kind of perched on a uh like a snowy, like cavernous, uh, like mountain, rock side, and, and mountainside. That's not where it ends. It shows that there's a trailer out there, the opening cinematic. It's it, like five and a half minutes long, and it's really, really, it's really good looking. Um, but that's not where it ends. The, you ex- kind of expected that to be like cool. That's what they're showing off. Um, no, they did a full live uh, like Q&A session and um, gameplay demo. Hour-long um, gameplay demo. Yeah, it was like it was an hour, an hour and a half long. Um, and the gameplay demo just shows off pretty much everything that you can expect. They showed off their whole game. They didn't pull any punches. They showed off, cool, you can create a character. There's pre-made characters just like there was in um, Larian Studios' other game, Divinity Original Sin. Um, and the created characters have their own, uh, hangups and things, uh, which is super interesting. Um, and he ultimately lands on playing a, uh, what was that I think it was a vampire, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was a vampire. Uh, he was a high elf rogue, um, vampire who is, um... He's kind of like an underling vampire that has a master. And he's constantly afraid that his master is going to be, like, pissed at him for not bringing him food. Um, when, in reality, he was completely uh, abducted by, uh, uh, like, mind flares and happened to crash somehow back on, um, you know, back on the surface. And, you know, he's just working his way through that. He has a tadpole in his head that's basically going to turn him into a mind player sooner or later. Um, so that seems to be the main, uh, you know, the main um, task of the game. Get this tadpole out of your head so you don't become, you know, the thing that abducted you. Uh, the game plays a lot different than the Baldur's game uh, of previous. Um, it's a uh, turn-based strategy RPG. Um, like Larian Studios' other games, um, which has some people that are, you know, Baldur's Gate fans that are, you know, used to that style, um, which I believe was more like Diablo, uh, kind of upset. They're like, oh, great, they straight up ruined the game. And like now I'm not interested because I'm not interested in um, turn-based games like, like Divinity. 
Mm. Um, or Mutant Year Zero, or um, Grim just did a review for Spaceland, um, which is like, um, I would say the entry level, if you were to get into that style, if you were interested in that style of game, that'd be a good place to start. Um, but, you know, for me, who I, I like both of the styles of games, I'm very open to the um, idea. And, um, yeah, and I'm excited. This is, like, I'm very excited for a few games out there, and this one definitely makes the top five for me. I know you kind of being on the fence, you know, not... I, I don't think you've... I know you've, um, you, like, you've mentioned in the past you haven't played a D&D uh, campaign yet. Um, and as well, you're not too familiar with this style of game. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I've been wa- I've wanted to play a D&D game. I just haven't found the, the right people to play with. But, um, yeah, I'd originally thought this was going to be... You were showing it to me. I originally thought it was going to be, like, a um, Dragon Age style, like... Um, RPG kind of, um, but it very much is. It seems to me like D and D with like the way movement is, and there's roles that happen behind the scenes. Yeah, um, they they just basically pull um, like even some of the roles that would normally happen behind the scenes, they just put them right on screen. Let's see, you're rolling for initiative. Let's see what you roll. If you roll mm. a one, that's really bad. If you roll a twenty, that's really good. Um, critical miss. Yeah, or critical hit. <laughs> Um, but they showed off everything in this trailer. They showed off um, what it's like sneaking, um, you know, and hiding in uh, plain sight. You know, whether that's hiding in shadows. They have um, uh, shadow where you're com- completely concealed. They have low light. They have um, like full visible um, in the light. And um, I mean, they showed off conversations, what it's like to be had, how you can lie to someone, uh, the options that you have. Um, this vampire spawn had the opportunity to tell him, hey, I'm a vampire spawn. This uh, other NPC, but he um, resisted, brought her on as part of the team, uh, which I believe this um, this lady is also, uh, I don't know, she's a cleric is what she is. Um and, she also has a tadpole. And she also has something in her head. So pretty much all of your party members are going to have that tadpole in their head. Um, but he fully had the op- opportunity as a vampire to attack her and, uh, you know, try to feed on her. Which is incredibly interesting. So he could have just killed her right there? Yeah. Or tried? Yeah, or or tried, yeah. Um, it would have ended his game, uh, of course, if he would have <laughs> if he would have died. But yeah, that's it's pretty interesting that you can pull them on and um, pull them on, or you can decide to kill them, or um, you can just skip over talking to them altogether and just like leave them out of your party. Yeah. Um, but the trailer was full of you know uh, informative things that you know help build what this game's going to be. Uh, yeah, they were just showing the game like uh, it was pretty. I mean, they were. It looked like it wasn't like a vertical slice from some. You know, they were trying to perfect the game. They, it was the game. They, I think, it crashed on them a couple times. Um, it was yeah. very much an early, early slice. Yeah, it, like they have a really good. Um, you know, they have a really good look to the game. Um, Even already, yeah. Yeah, already it looks. I mean. It looks like a step up from like Divinity Two, and Divinity Two already looks really, really good. Um, but 
I mean, they had their hiccups. They had, like, uh, the, the guy playing had bad luck. He rolled a bunch of misses. and <laughs> a couple he had times. To, and, and he fully wiped at one point. He had to restart yeah. um, a fight. Uh, and he was doing funny stuff, though, too. He said he had done this probably, like, 40 times or so. And, like, he's like, you can even throw items in your inventory. And he took <laughs> off his boots and Threw chucked them at an out. enemy. That was pretty funny. Um, and he got a kill yeah. off the boots. He did. Um, so they also showed elevation high ground where um, in typical uh, Lar- uh, Larian studio games you'd see, um, you know, like one level. Like, hey, now you've got the high ground. This yeah. has five different levels of high ground. Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan was right. Yeah, Obi-Wan was right. Definitely correct. The high ground um, is where you want to be. <laughs> yeah. Or or you're going to lose your legs. <laughs> um but yeah, at the you know at the end of the day, the game ended up bugging out, and that's where it ends. Um, definitely check out uh, one of the you know one of the guys that got that behind the scenes uh, demo. Um, you know we're watching IGN's Baldur Gate Three gameplay demo. If you have the time to sit down and watch some of this, it's a good watch. It's it's very uh, it's very fun, especially if you're interested in um, either getting into this kind of game. If you're interested in D and D. Or you like Baldur's Gate in general? Um, it's going to be if a you different. Just like this kind of setting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot um, a lot going on here. As of right now, showing off for of course PC. Um, that'll be the first place that it comes to. So uh, no release date yet though. So definitely some cool stuff. I'm incredibly excited for this, and uh, I, I hope to. Um, infect others with that excitement, so they play. Uh, so we, so they play this with me. <laughs> I'm into trying it out for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, when I saw the, when I saw the, uh, I wasn't when you initially told me about it. I wasn't because again, I thought it was you know a standard kind of like RPG in this same fantasy setting, but um, the gameplay looks really cool, and I'm into trying it out. You said there's multiplayer, also you you can just uh, people yeah. can play multiple characters together. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's one of the really big things uh the i i really like i always hesitate to try to bring people in to playing um a like a larian studio game because it is very specific mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean if uh you know if we can get a group together of people who want to try out like uh original sin 2 or something like that one you know like their last game that they brought out mm-hmm. um, i'm even down for that like i would straight up buy that game again on a different <laughs> wherever people want to play it just to just to play that a bit more because it's incredibly fun all right so we'll move on um we only have a few stories left here but uh one that was uh we found interesting we're always reporting i feel like on people who are moving around in the industry leaving certain companies coming uh, you know going to other companies um so looking at this gamma sutra article um Jason Blundell, who is a uh, dev and co-studio head at Treyarch, has depart from the company um, after 13 years of service, uh, creating some of the. I think he was uh, heavily responsible, wearing many hats along the way, of creating the um, zombies mode for the Treyarch uh, Call of Duty games. Um, so this does leave a lot of people wondering, you know, like, hey, what's the deal? Did he find something new? 
Um, is he striking out to, you know, maybe do his own thing? Uh, or, um, you know, is, you know, he just done with the industry? We've seen that uh, in the past as well. Um, so we'll definitely keep an eye on this. Uh, he's, uh, like, at this point, a well-seasoned veteran uh, in the industry. And um, he kind of perfected it, you know, whether or not how you feel about Call of Duty. Um, the zombies mode is, I mean, it's a, a horde survival. It's, I mean, it kind of, in a weird way, left for, you know, left for dead kind of left that style of game, you know, behind. And he didn't pick that up, but in a way he kind of did. You know, it's four players, you're surviving zombies... And it's um, not as story-driven as something like Left 4 Dead, but it's like, let's see if you can see how long you can last. And yeah. it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Yeah, those modes um, are fun. I know people who yeah. just play Call of Duty and only play the zombies mode. Right, right. <clears throat> so um, it, it's interesting to see that he's departed after 13 years, that he chose um, not to retire, but Treyarch Studio saying... Um, we've enjoyed our journey together and we wish him the best going forward. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Keep we'll updated see. on what he's going to be doing next. Yeah. Uh, the last piece of this Gamma Sutra article, many of his efforts um, have seen him uh, at the head of each entry's zombie modes. Um, most recently, Call of Duty uh, Black, Black Ops 3, Ops 3 uh, while 2018 saw him assume the role of co-studio head alongside... Dan Bunting and Mark Gordon. Um, so who knows who's going to pick that up? We'll see. Probably, Zombies Mode um, make a change. It'll probably have a um, like. I don't think it'll be completely like, like revitalized or anything. But I think um, we'll see some of those flavors that you're expecting go away um, while trying to maintain the core integrity and bringing on some new blood and fresh ideas. Um, so that's kind of good. You know, it, it, it could, um, you know, we've seen Call of Duty kind of, for a long time, they were one-upping themselves, being the, um, you know, the most game successful series, uh, most successful game in the series. Uh, but since then, it's really kind of, like, fallen. So, yeah, um, it could be a good thing. things up. For sure. All right, and then the last segment that I wanted to run across was... Um, companies maybe hinting at stuff we might be pulling at straws here on a few or on one of these but the other one seems pretty um certain that we'll pretty solid here soon um the first one is rockstar games um people are wondering what's going on with uh rockstar um since of course uh red dead uh red dead redemption 2 and red dead online uh, but something interesting, on their website, if you head over to rockstargames.com, in the upper left corner, you will see their menu. Uh, it's the three lines, and that pops down um, like the navigation menu. And they have some interesting art back there these days. Um, it could just be a rebranding, or it could be um, something new, whether that be something new for uh, GTA Online or otherwise. Um, the first one that we saw was a... Uh, Eyeless robotic woman, wo an eyeless robotic woman hugging the Rockstar logo. It had champagne, um, and uh, of course the bottle of champagne in the uh, in the ice on um, on one side with uh, a glass of champagne resting on the Star logo 
on the other side. Um, if you refresh the page, uh, you have a chance of getting a different background. The one that we have now is um, one that we kind of described as like a neon labyrinth. Um, that one's yeah. kind of interesting. I, I don't know what that would be hinting at, of course, but there is one more that we'll that I'll try to get. And this um, is probably the more interesting one, just because of the wording in the background. It is. Um, it's a like a red and blue, um, typical Rockstar logo with the the outline around it. But it has some words on it, and it has some different things going on that definitely have some people trying to figure out what it means. Um, right, right in the middle, almost over uh, the top portion of the logo, um, it has the words, the K is really big, but it says killing, and then it, uh, the rest of them, the rest of the letters are pretty much small, aside from one S uh, on the one side. But it says killing dreams, um, murdering hope, fighting the righteous and bullying the and then there's a huge space and under it does say entertainment but that doesn't make sense bullying the entertainment so i believe it says bullying the weak the weak says at the weak bottom. at very bottom with a line from we the we and the uh, ak there's a line in between um and there's also some other weird stuff going on in this that you can check out I mean, what uh, do you have any idea? What, what do you think? I mean, what it is, I have no idea. There's a there's another there's a circular pattern around the right side of it that also says, "Why don't you tell me what went wrong?" I don't know. It's yeah. very interesting. All in this red, white, and blue motif. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know. I we can't could... make heads uh, heads or tails of it. For right now, um, it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. People see words and they go, oh, that's what that is. They see the word bullying and they went, it's bully. Um, you know, <laughs> People they, see what they want to see. Yeah. Um, some people were saying, uh, hey, Rockstar could be doing a new IP. Very possible. Very true. Very possible. Um, or they could be, uh, you know, they, they could be... Um, just like a like a rebranding you know this this is all very much rock star oriented stuff um one, one person was saying like hey this could be Rockstar's answer with the robotic girl and this you know uh, killing uh um killing dreams murdering hope fighting the righteous um it could be uh Rockstar's answer to cyberpunk hmm. is what i heard some people talking about um but uh, the one thing that strikes me is the color scheme. It's very interesting. Um, and it reminds me of uh, um, Grand Theft Auto when they did um, London 1969. Because London. You know, the colors kind of match up to, uh, of course, that. That's the only thing that they've really done with that color scheme that I can You mean the, the red, white, and blue color scheme? Yeah, yeah. Specifically that red, white, and blue color yeah. scheme. They've I never mean, done that before. But... yeah. You know, could be anything. There's um, a bunch of Rockstar logos on the right side with 19 at the bottom, whatever that means. Um, and then it does say sense and have some other Rockstar logos closer to the main Rockstar logo. But not all the logos have the R in it. Some of them just have the star. And some of them are filled in. Some of them aren't. One of the boxes doesn't even have anything in it. 
It almost looked like an IP address to me. <laughs> it's it's weird. They're like yeah. dots. Yeah. So, um, you know, people on Reddit are probably losing their shit over this, to be honest. Oh, yeah. People are going to be pouring over these these pictures Yeah, and I'm, for a I'm while. very excited to see what they find out. <laughs> because I... That's not something I'm going to do, but uh, I appreciate them for doing it. Um, we will let the internet do our work for us. For sure. That's that's the M- that's the MGI way. Um, <laughs> as, uh, you know, passed down from filter cord. Um, as I-, I was his manager at one time, and uh, that's his way. That's just how he, that's how he functions. So. But aside from that, we had one other. And this is probably the one that's more substantial. Definitely. Uh, so coming out from Kojima Productions on Twitter, um, they tweeted a photo um, of... Uh, I, I, I didn't get the guy's name, but uh, they say... Uh, the one guy calls him Aki. A-K-I. Aki, Aki I guess? Aki? Okay. Um, yeah. Aki? But the, the original has that guy with a pencil in his hand in his right hand phone in his left hand looking at the camera looking like he's talking on the phone at his desk with a, a little notepad in front of him and the tweet says sorry to be so, uh, sorry sorry to be silent everyone I've been really busy lately dot 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 I think I can say more about what we are going to dot 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 hashtag Kojima Productions don't know what any of that means but obviously something <laughs> But it's something's coming. up. Um, more so, there's a second part to the tweet that says, Hi all, Akai is still alive and he is still head of communications. He is in Japan and I'm in the UK. Hashtag Kojima Productions. Showing, um, it looks like, like maybe a FaceTime or something like that between the guy in the UK and the guy in Japan. Um, the guy in Japan pointing, the guy in the UK looking like maybe he's giving a thumbs up smiling. Um... I don't see anything in the background of either of these. Uh, the you know clothing doesn't lead to anything. Um, you know I don't see any reflections. It just all looks normal. But if you do zoom in on that first photo of the um, of of that um, you know guy with the notepad and the pencil, um, you see on the notepad it does say I think it says next week. And it's like underlined. And the pencil he's holding is a Pyramid brand pencil. So people are obviously putting it together. Sorry to be so silent, everyone. Why would he say that? That doesn't very, roll off the old tongue. Very you know specific I mean? yeah, word you're specific using there, sorry. Um, and the pencil being Pyramid. Um, Kojima, obviously, before his falling out with Konami, was working on um, Silent Hills with Norman Reedus. Um and more so looking at Hideo Kojima's uh, personal Twitter um, if you look back at that you see that he has um, been working on he's been he's been working obviously on things for uh, Death Stranding but as well he has his own personal like things that he's looking through things that he really likes and uh, that he's excited for. And he isn't just a fan of the video game media. He's a massive movie fan. 
Um, hence why he's um, big friends with a lot of like movie stars and people who do things for television um, and movie. Like um, he's friends with uh, Guillermo del Toro, who he was working on Silent Hills with. As well, friends with Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen, and you know the list goes on. Um, a while back, he was posting how he was watching a lot of horror movies. He was watching a lot of horror movies. Um, what for, sir? In what for? Uh, so you know, people were saying he obviously interested in making a horror video video game. He said, you know, maybe his next game will be a horror game. Um, you know, having some of these minds in his pocket, and of course his interesting mind, the interesting mind that he already has, um, leads people to believe, you know, his next game will probably be a horror game. Will it be, uh, you know, Silent Hills? Is there is there a way that they can, they've buried that hatchet? Um I, what I think is no. I don't think that that's possible. I don't yeah, think I would, that. I would probably lean towards no. I, yeah, I would say that they, there's no way that Kojima uh, Productions would have got a hold of um, that Konami title in any sort of way, especially with Konami being interested in rebooting the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of me wants to believe, the, uh, and part of me wants to say that they understand and see where money is at. Um, and money is definitely there for um, a Silent Hill game. Or for them to do some kind of like horror game. Yeah, well, definitely. Definitely um, Kojima Productions is going to be doing a horror game down the line. Um, it really feels like Death Stranding was a... Um, I don't want to say like a tech demo, but they were really playing around with something. They needed to get something out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wanted to get something under their belt, even if it was weird, very weird. Um, that, that might be one of the weirdest AAA titles I've ever played. One of the most unique. And it's, I mean, you're playing a delivery man. <laughs> There's other things going on. There's a lot of other things going on. But ultimately, you're playing you're playing a delivery, you're a delivery man. man. So it's I mean it's cool, and I, I really uh, you know I really liked everything that happened uh, and that's going on with that game. But it doesn't feel it feels out of place. If I stand back and look at it, I'm looking at the catalog. You look at Metal Gear. You look at things that um, Kojima has done. You can see the way his mind develops, and that seems out of place in the sense that it's. Um, it's just all over the place. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of weird things happening there. A lot of gameplay components that don't fit together quite like a puzzle should. And it just leads me to believe that, like, maybe this was him trying to get that game out, trying to, you know, make sure his team can function properly while proving to, uh, you know, maybe himself, but more than likely investors look, I can do this without uh, like Konami behind me. I don't need them behind me uh, to be able to make something successful. So I do, what I do see going forward is um, Kojima being uh, a source of new IPs 
and that's really exciting. Yeah, because it, it, we really, really need some fresh, um, you know, some fresh ideas in the mix, and I, I think that's what his mind's all about. <laughs> you know, it's it's very new and very different. Very, um, very different. No, yeah, I'm excited to see more from them. I mean, there's there's what I get from this is obviously some news they're going to share, and I think the next week on the notepad was obviously deliberate. Yeah. Whether it's Silent so, Hill, whether it's more, maybe more for, for, uh, yeah. Yeah. I we'll can see. for sure see all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, next week, um, is approaching quickly. Uh, <laughs> so seeing as how that piece was shared. When was that? That was two days ago? No. I'm like digging through real quick to try to find it again. The tweet was two days ago. Okay. So it was on a Friday, right? Uh, yes. I don't know. Twitter doesn't give you specific days. Yeah, oh, no, wait. Here you are. 28th. 28th. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday. So theoretically by next Friday, we'll have... By next Friday. Is there anything going on next next week? There's no shows or anything happening next week. No. No. There's not even a game releasing that day. Mm. That's that's big and on our list. So, um, yeah. That's... Uh, I, I'm, inc- I'm incredibly excited about that. I'll be, like, holding my breath all of Friday waiting to see what that is. Kojima's brought um, something, for sure. Yeah. And... Like I'm always in. Like it doesn't matter. I don't. And I know we had talked about it previously about like just blindly trusting people. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. It's I. I'm. I don't like to do it, but I'm guilty of it. Well, there's a couple of people who usually don't let you down on things. Um, I was I was in the camp of being a little skeptical of uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it came out all right. Something on paper that game should not be good. No, but somehow it grabs you with the Kojima charm and the weird storytelling. There's, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, everything has everything. Like everything in his games are deliberate, but the game, like I was saying, when I look back, it seems so out of place. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense on what. Why would he go from? Why would the first thing he decides to make when he breaks out be basically a? Uh, delivery man simulator. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, but um, it could be uh, you know he was he he borrowed he he borrowed the engine from um, the guys that created Killzone and Horizon Zero right. Dawn. Very curious and, how his mind works. It seems like he he comes up with the story first, and then like oh how can I make how do I connect a game into this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I, I feel like he was developing those tools that he was putting in for, you know, that um, I can't remember the name of that engine, but the engine for um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I feel like those two tools that were developed there, he was also developing his own engine to put those tools into. Mm-hmm. So incredibly, incredibly interesting story for the. Kojima Productions all together with uh, a madman at the helm. Not a bad thing. 
he's like an evil genius. It's weird. <laughs> so um, we'll definitely keep an eye on that and keep you guys um, keep you guys in the loop. Um, be sure to hear that first. You can hear that first over at Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Also where you can check out all the tap news and video game stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter as well, at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. And be sure to show uh, the website some love um, over at mammothgamesinc.com. Um, thank you guys for watching. Um, but that wraps up the show for me. Do you have anything that you'd like to add? Uh, no, that's it. Wraps it up for me. Cool. Uh, well, uh, Maybe we'll see uh, Goody back next week with Filter Cord, and we can get that rundown of, uh, uh, of packs from him. And, uh, of course, in the meantime, guys, um, like I said, follow us and let us know um, if there's something specific you want to see. But until next week, I am Night Swarm. I'm Goody. Have a good one. Take it easy.